Amen. Well, good morning, Radiant Church. Uh, is it okay if I sit here? You on that side? That's all right? Absolutely. That's okay. Cool. How are you guys doing this morning? <laughs> Dude, what was that? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. How are you doing this morning? Woo! That was a little better. I know that you're all stuffed of Christmas cookies and Chex Mix and probably a lot of cheeses and crackers and all sorts of things, but we can still praise the Lord this morning, okay? Good morning, Radiant Church. Uh, I'm sorry. You guys get to hear a lot from me today. I'm singing. I'm talking. I'm all over the place. Thank you. You know what? I was expecting some tomatoes or something, so that was a lot better. Uh, if I have not met you, my name is Maddie. I'm the associate pastor here at Radiant Church, and what a blessing it is to be here with you this morning. If you're a guest, I would love it today if you would out that connect card in front of you, just a way for us to get to know you and I personally, as well as Jason and some other staff members who are around today, would love to get to know you and your name and your story. And if you wanted to drop that connect card off again, we would just love to get to know you. But we've got some exciting things in store today. We're going to do a little bit of a year in review and then jumping into what God has for us in the year 2024. And I have the honor and privilege of sharing the stage with the big dog today, Pastor Jason Shanks. See, you got a whoop whoop too. <laughs> they like us. They really yeah, like us. Wow. No, we are so excited to walk with you through this this morning. And uh, it's going to be an exciting morning as we do this together. And I had a slide up earlier. If you wouldn't mind throwing that up one more time, the text us slide, and you can leave that up for a couple minutes. We are going to have a moment at the end of service today where we are going to read your favorite moments from Radiant Church in 2023. This could be a plethora of things. This could be an answered prayer, this could be a small group moment, this could be baptisms, child dedications, whatever that is. So if you have your phones, this is me telling you to please get on your phones during service, okay? We don't do this often, all right? Please get on your phones, text us at 515-265-0560 and text us your favorite radiant moment from at the air, okay? If you don't, I'm just going to sit up here and stare at you for that whole three minutes that I have scheduled out to read those, okay? And that'll be weird, so make sure you text those in. But let's kick this thing off. Let's talk about a year in review. Let's talk about where we've been and what God has done here at the Pleasant Hill campus in Ankeny as well. A passage of scripture that comes to mind for me when I think of 2023 Radiant Pleasant Hill campus is from Hebrews. Hebrews 10, and it says, let us hold tightly without wavering to the hope that we affirm. God can be trusted to keep his promise. Let us think of ways to motivate one another to acts of love and good works. And let us not neglect meeting together, as some people do, but encourage one another, especially now the day of his return is drawing near. And I love this passage, and it makes me think of Radiant Church, the Pleasant Hill Campus in 2023, because we really took this last year. We buckled down. We got serious about our faith. We dove into the way of Christ, and we're going to talk about all sorts of numbers and metrics and things. I won't spoil those for you, but we had a lot of fun this year, and we had a lot of reasons to praise God, all for the sake of his glory, for his goodness in this past year. It started off with a year we had game nights and it was fun events like game nights or the Easter celebration where we had over a thousand people between our two campuses at our Easter egg hunt. We had baptisms, salvations, child dedications, all sorts of different things and items and events that we got to praise God that he showed up in this year. And I don't want to give those numbers away, so I want to hand that to Jason. What do you think about that? Thanks. Thanks. Wow, there's the lead in. So the boring numbers part, let's talk about that. But first, I just want to, uh, I was just talking to Sean in the back there, and it struck me as odd to look out in the room, and I, I love seeing everybody's face. He realized like a few years ago, we took this week off. This wasn't a week we normally met. And uh, 
somewhere along the way, as we got more serious in our faith, we said, well, God doesn't take the week off. Why are we taking it off? And, uh, and so we decided to meet. But as I look out here, I'm just so blown away uh, by everybody. Thanks for being here, and I hope you had a great holiday. Uh, 1 Corinthians 10, 31. And we're not going to be putting up a lot of slides today. We wanted to give the tech team some needed time off. And so we're just going to talk and have a conversation a little bit today. Uh, but I'm reminded in 1 Corinthians 10, 31, it says, so whatever you eat or drink or whatever you do, just turn my gains down, if you could, quite a bit. They can hear me talk. 1 Corinthians 10, that says, so whatever you eat or drink or whatever you do, do it for the glory of God. Did you catch that last part? Whatever you do, do it for the glory of God. And so as we talk through some numbers here a little bit and just look back on the year and in many cases say, yay, God, I just want to remind you of a few things. Um, at no point is this yay team or yay pastors. This is yay, God, uh, in all of this. But do know, that, and this is just me being raw and honest with you over the last seven and a half years. Yes, there have been nights on my knees crying, praying, dear Lord, are you going to move this thing? When is momentum coming? Uh, grow Radiant Church. And I know many of the other pastors have done the same. Uh, nothing about the direction of Radiant has anything to do with us. It's only by God's grace and his provision that he reveals where he wants Radiant to go in the future. And our job is to listen and obey and all of that. Uh, know that I gave up on my abilities to grow Radiant Church a long time ago. And uh, this is about God getting the glory in everything we do. Do know, though, that growth as a church body, as, uh, as a team, requires a certain level of ferocity and focus and intention uh, from your team behind the scenes. And the battle, though, is worth it because Jesus people need to know Jesus more and more in our community. I think more now than ever before, because I believe Jesus is coming soon. Yeah. Amen. <laughs> that should excite you. So let's talk a little bit then about just some of the numbers and things. If you're new, apologies. We don't normally do a service like this, but uh, we decided this year at the end of the year, it might be good to just kind of get our headspace in what the last year looks like. Uh, also, I mean, we'll just go ahead and say it. Most of the building is done now from the remodel, and uh, we're excited about that. Yeah. I am inviting you, though. Uh, the state inspectors will be in on Tuesday. I could use your prayers. Everything uh, leans in on that one moment on that. So they will be walking through. If you're new to Radiant Church, we will be opening up a daycare uh, sometime in January, and we're looking forward to that. The purpose of it is uh, not to just open a daycare, that more and more we have become passionately convicted that kids need to know Jesus at as young an age as possible uh, in this world because there are many competing voices out out there, and we believe that there needs to be a place for them to get a biblical worldview. And so that is what we are marching towards and what we are doing. What I want to encourage you to do is, uh, it is safe to say now, walk around the building after the church service. If you want to go look in the back, there's a door right there now for us as well. Feel free to look around, take a look around. Tammy, you're here. You can, Tammy, say hi, raise your hand. Yeah, Tammy's our daycare director. Yep. If you have questions or would like a tour, she would love to help you out on that. But take a look around and celebrate what God's doing on that. Let's dive into some numbers. Uh, I'll start with partnership. We had two partnership classes 
you know at Radiant Church we don't have membership and we have completely overhauled the partnership program to be much more intentional about what it means to develop leaders. Partnership is about multiplying leaders at Radiant Church. So it's not for everybody. That's not a bad thing on that. It's just that when someone goes through partnership, the clear message we're sending is this person is available to be a leader at Radiant Church. Uh, so in this past year, we've had 25 participants go through it. Uh, overall, here in the last couple years, we've had 66 participants go through it, and we're very excited about that. I'll be doing a couple more classes. I teach the partnership class. Uh, probably we'll have one in the spring and then the fall. We'll get you some word out on that. Uh, there were 30 baptisms at Radiant Church last year. Yep. There were 15 the year before. We doubled. Praise the Lord. Uh, child dedications, we had six, and I think that's wonderful, but I'd like to challenge us to double that in the next year, uh, which means <laughs> I need some of y'all to be fruitful and multiply, please. <laughs> uh-huh. Yep. Batters up. <laughs> On that. And if you're not sure what fruitful and multiply means, Dean is right here. He'll explain the entire thing to you <laughs> after it's above church. Above my pay grade. <laughs> on that. No, we're pleased. We love kids around here, and kids are a big deal. And we're looking forward, by the way, to having the kids back in their normal space in the back, but we can't put them back there until the state says you can occupy it. So uh, be in prayer for that. Hopefully, we can have kids' ministry back where we normally have kids' ministry next week uh, on that. Uh, Average weekly attendance for our small groups was about 60 to 65 people in this last year, uh, and uh, that's okay. I think we can mm -hmm. do better than that. I would like to see 70 to 80% of Radiant in a small group because we believe small groups is where real life happens. It's where you are discipled. It's where you are cared for, and so I want to challenge you in the new year. That might be the next step for you at Radiant Church to join a small group. If that's something you're interested in here, mm -hmm. come talk to Maddie or one of the leaders here, and they will yeah. get you plugged in. There are some amazing, amazing groups Absolutely. out there. Absolutely. Uh, we've had about 25 youth in the last year, and uh, at the moment, we've got how many people out, out follow right now? we got seven kids and three or four leaders. That's right. So about 11 people are on their way home from Cincinnati, Ohio, and uh, we're over 6,000 youth gathered uh, yeah. for a follow conference on that, and we'll get you pictures next week on that and so forth but it looked like they were having a blast. Uh, we've seen some great things. We've seen some growth here at the Pleasant Hill campus. At Ankeny, we've seen some, a real interesting experiment. We ended up partnering with another startup church in the area. And uh, you may not know, but the manager of B&B Theaters attends our Ankeny campus. And so he provided us with a space right by the bowling alley uh, there to meet every other Wednesday. And we have seen, as partnering with another church, this amazing youth group flourish uh, in that. And that just shows us what can happen if we all start working together a little bit more. I'm really proud of them on that. It's nice to see Ben back in youth ministry, too, <laughs> on that. So he thought he escaped. <laughs> so... I will tell you this, uh, when it comes to youth ministry, this is an area I believe we need to work on and mm -hmm. has a considerable amount of our attention and conversation behind the scenes. <clears throat> it's important to us and we are working in this area. Uh, real quick, Ankeny campus. Ankeny campus saw a 20% increase in attendance Jeez, last awesome. year. Wow, come on, on that's that. so good. That's so good. That was up from a year where they had negative 7%. Mm -hmm. 
And uh, we believed a lot of it had to do with the keystone back to FFA uh, bounce back, and that had some uh, effect on them. But we are seeing tremendous growth out at the Ankeny campus, and I'm proud of them for that. Okay. Uh, Pleasant Hill campus, you saw 17% increase in attendance Turn last year. That's yeah. good. That's so good. I'm, I love it. But you're down from 23% the year before. So uh, all that to say is do not take your foot off the pedal. There are too many people in this side of town who do not have a relationship with Jesus Christ, and we need to get the word out on them. Absolutely. But great job. Great Absolutely. job, team. Uh, we, we celebrated, by the way, a 33% increase in Christmas Eve attendance yeah. uh, over the previous yeah, year absolutely. on that. So uh, general budget, we, uh, we're not quite done with the year yet, but we're going to land somewhere around 4 to 5% above the general budget where we wanted to be this time at this time, and, and your first reaction might be, well, that doesn't seem like a lot. Well, first off, yes, it is, uh, mm -hmm. and thank you so much. Yeah. Uh, I will tell you, for the first time in over seven years, last year was the first time I made a budget, and I didn't lose sleep when I did it. Yeah. Like, like, like mm. God put the money where it needed to be for us to do what we needed to do. Thank you for that. But for a minute, if we might think, wow, 4% doesn't seem like a lot, well... On top of that, we donated $168,000 to REACH that isn't part wow. of the general budget. That's so that. good. That's incredible. Y'all have blown me away. And uh, thank you for your obedience on that. That is absolutely amazing. Thank you. We had 155 first-time guests last year. Uh, and I believe that's an area where we need to do a little more work as well, uh, trying to help them take next steps, assimilate them, be a part of family life. But it's amazing that you're out there inviting and it's doing it. And I want to keep reminding you, part of, the, part of the reason is the daycare that we made some of the changes, but even some of the changes we made out here is because we realized that first five to ten minutes of a guest experience is enormously important. First impressions do matter. Mm -hmm. And so we are working very hard on that, and that's an area that I've tasked the team with at both campuses in this next year. What does that first five to ten <coughs> minutes look like? for somebody that attends Radiant Church. We know there's work to be done, and um, help us with that. Be a part of the solution. Uh, just some other things then, and I'll shut up and get off stage here in a second. But uh, Ben threw a number out there. He asked, Jason, you wrote a book last year. How many copies have you sold? I'm embarrassed, but uh, over 200 uh, wow. copies sold, really and cool. I'm really, really thrilled with that. We started the Radiant Midweek podcast uh, that you might uh, be aware of. Escaping Babylon is where we're at at the moment. And uh, in just three to four months, we have increased our subscribership to Radiant Campus or uh, Radiant Church by over 100 people, which is a 30% increase awesome. in our viewership uh, on YouTube. So God's already at work in that conversation as well. And we're learning a lot. There's things that I'm teaching on there that YouTube doesn't like, and they like to hide me when I talk about them. So apparently you're not supposed to talk about Muslims. Oh, there goes our feed. Uh, <laughs> You know, but we're learning and, uh, and we're growing in that area. So we've added some ministries in the last year. Libertas uh, yeah. is part of it. Kids Hope. Uh, we've had hospice care as well. Um, and we know that there's areas that are yay God. And we know that there's areas to grow in. But um, thank you very much in all of that. Uh, we'll look at small groups in the next year, more strategic partnerships. And uh, the big one is it's time to move Ankeny out of the FFA centers. Mm -hmm. That's a big focus for mm -hmm. the next year. Yeah, absolutely. So. Absolutely. I didn't think that was boring. Oh, okay. that was kind of nice. All right. Yeah. We're good. I like hearing you talk. <laughs> I'm like, yay, I get yeah, the numbers. That's good. That's good. That's good. <laughs> Man, there have been so many reasons to praise God, and we can talk about numbers and things all day. Like, numbers, that's, that's cool growth. That's awesome to see. Facts are our friends, as Jason always says, right? But what is going on 
under those layers? What's going on in the deeper look? We're going to do two more updates for you. We're going to do one from Ankeny, and we're going to do a, sp a Pleasant Hill-specific one. Real quick, let's check out this video and an update from Ben. Hey, what's going on Pleasant Hill campus? Pastor Ben here, just giving you a quick update about what God has done in 2023 at the Ankeny campus. I think of the Apostle Paul's words every time I think about you all at the Pleasant Hill campus when he writes, I thank my God every time I remember you. I wanna celebrate a couple things going on. Um, first off, when you walk through the Pleasant Hill campus and you see all the construction, I'm reminded that that is being done by Elk River Contracting. A couple people who attend the Ankeny campus and yet we're building out the Pleasant Hill campus. There's just such a cool collaboration happening between our two campuses because we are one church in two locations. Another thing that's been neat and been happening at the Ankeny campus is that we've hired three new staff members this year. And we see that Tammy, who's gonna be leading the Shining Bright Learning Center, attends Ankeny campus and yet is going to be leading the charge at the Pleasant Hill campus. I see Jasmine Cooper and Lindsay Richard as they're collaborating with the worship teams and kids ministries at the Pleasant Hill campus. And just seeing our staff go back and forth seamlessly has been so neat to watch because we are one big family. At the Ankeny campus, we've been celebrating adding people to the worship team and adding the tech team, kids ministry, all the areas of serving, just like you have at Pleasant Hill. Thank you so much for serving. It is so important during this season. One thing I wanna celebrate at the Ankeny campus is just the youth ministry. And we started something kind of unique this year. We are actually partnering with another church in our community that's also starting up. And so we combined our two smaller youth groups together and there's been such a cool collaboration that's been happening, rallying around the gospel and just opening our Bibles together and learning from God as one church, which has been so cool to watch. And that's all being done through, um, through a partnership that we have going on at BNB Theaters. And so it's cool that we're out in the community and being blessed by them and blessing them by doing caroling and things like that as well. And as I'm recording this, we have a number of students who are at the Follow Conference and they are partnering with and, and joining with thousands of other teenagers. And what a cool movement that is happening where churches are coming together as one, just like our two campuses. One thing that we started up this year, speaking of kids and the next generation, is Kids Hope USA Mentoring. It's going into the schools to mentor a kid through a one-on-one -on -one relationship. Just the stories that have been coming out of that where little uh, mentees are coming up and giving their mentors hug and being so excited to see them. I wanna share one story where, where my student, my mentee, he, out of the blue, we were hanging out, having fun, laughing, playing games, and he asked me this question. He says, do you believe in God? And I said, yeah, yeah, I do. And he said, me too. And I don't know what prompted that, but it's just a reminder that God can use that. Even though we're not you know, explicitly mentioning God or Jesus, God is at work in these students. And a lot of those mentors are coming from the Pleasant Hill campus, coming up to Ankeny to bless this community. What a neat thing it is to witness that. One thing I've got to mention that I'm celebrating with our church and with the Ankeny campus specifically is the arrival of new life. Babies are coming. It's just been so neat to see not only those who have been born this year as we celebrate that, but also those who we are eagerly expecting the arrival of in the future. And I mentioned this because we really do believe that this has been an answer to our prayers to God. We believe he has seen us, we have, he has heard us, that he, he has answered that. And so what will you pray for expectantly in 2024? God is good and he hears his children. 
last, I'll share this story with you. And we are just overwhelmed and overblown. And we're thrilled with the reconciled marriage of the Morgan family. And we just are celebrating with them through that. From going from a full on divorce and just some of the heartbreak that was involved in that, but seeing their small group in their church rallying around them through support and counsel and prayer and just helping with the practical needs of what it was like to go through that, go through something like that. And then to go from that to then seeing them get married during our church service at the Ankeny campus and being able to celebrate with them as a family was such a special moment in 2023 that I will never forget. You know, their, their biological family couldn't make it to the ceremony that day. And I asked if that was gonna be okay. And they said, yeah, it's gonna be okay because our family will still be there. And of course, they're referring to their brothers and sisters in Christ at Radiant Church. And so thank you for continuing to press in. Uh, marriages are so important. And we're gonna hear more about what's coming up um, with marriages in the future. I wanna leave you with that final uh, quote from the Apostle Paul. He finishes by saying, in all my prayers for all of you, I always pray with joy because of your partnership in the gospel from the first day until now, being confident of this, that he who began a good work in you will carry it on to completion until the day of Jesus Christ. God has begun a good work at Radiant Church and he is gonna continue seeing it through to completion. Thank you for partnering with us in that. God bless, see you soon. gets me every time. Incredible, incredible things happening at our Ankeny campus. It's been such a blessing to see, and I encourage you, if there's a Sunday that you want to go see what's going on at Ankeny firsthand, they meet at 10.30 a.m. at the FFA Center. Go, check it out, and then make sure you come back to Pleasant Hill, okay, because we'll miss you. Uh, but seriously, go see what's going on. It's been really cool. If you may have noticed, we've been doing, uh, being a little more intentional about interchanging our staff between the campuses. So I've been serving over there. Nick has been serving over here, Ben, vice versa. And it's just been a wonderful, wonderful experience to be able to see firsthand what God is doing there. And I encourage you to go check it out as well. So we heard from Ankeny personally, but what about Pleasant Hill personally? What's that deeper dive that's been happening here in Pleasant Hill? As you can tell, construction has been a hefty project. I think it was 11 or 12 weeks, something along those lines, and we are nearly finished. And I just want to give a shout out to Elk River Contracting this morning. They really made, yeah, please, it's incredible. They made the process so smooth and they walked us through that and what a blessing it was to work with people that we knew through this process. I could just text Cole or I could come in and I could talk to him and it was just so much more personal and that was such a blessing to be able to collaborate with them. But also, on that note, we would be crazy not to mention the amount of volunteer hours that have gone in in the last 11 or 12 weeks. Can we thank our volunteers this morning? Oh my goodness. You guys, I'm talking late nights. I'm talking staying after church on Sundays. I'm talking all day Saturday work days. Our volunteers were here, and they would kick my butts if I said their names, so I'm not going to do that. Um, but seriously, they were so incredible, and they're so humble, and I'm just so thankful for every one of them to get this project done, and we're nearly there. We're very excited about it.
Next thing that we've got coming up uh, that I wanted to share with you was this really cool moment that we experienced during construction. A woman came in uh, from the Ankeny campus. She was touring the daycare and things like that. It was during an open house. And she was touring, and she told me, she said, I'm just in awe of what God is doing at your campus. It's so cool to watch him work. I'm so excited for the daycare and the counseling offices and all of these things. And what she said next really struck me. She said, and it makes me so excited to see where Ankeny's going to go. This is our reminder this morning that what we are doing here, the vision that we have for the Pleasant Hill campus and the Pleasant Hill community is the same vision that we have for the Ankeny campus. We want to get them in a more permanent location. We want them to plant their roots so they can be a blessing in their community as well. And that is where we are headed. So keep praying for that. Keep interceding. Ankeny, we are coming for you next. We're so, so excited. We have seen some incredible growth around here, as Jason mentioned, in baptisms and salvation, small groups, all sorts of exciting things. But I want to hit on our youth for just a second here. We have some exciting plans for our youth in the upcoming year, and we're looking forward to it. But some really cool things about our youth group is that we actually raised up a few new youth leaders this year. If you guys remember, we actually sent off Kayla May last year. You can give it up for her one more time. We love Kayla May. She's still serving, by the way, just in a different area. And she had a baby. We love that baby. And and uh, we got to raise up some new youth leaders. That's uh, Jessica Steenhook, Reed Haynes, and Eli Snedeker. And they have really dove in with this youth group. I meant to throw in some pictures. I apologize. I forgot. But what's so cool about our youth is that there are kids coming from all over town to our youth group. Reed is whipping it around in our little round four every Wednesday. He's going to the south side. He's going to the east side. He's going to Altoona, all over Pleasant Hill, to pick up these kids and bring them to youth groups. So I'm telling you, there are kids from all over that are coming to Pleasant Hill to meet for youth. And Jessica and Reed and Eli are just pouring into them. And three of those kids were baptized a few months ago. Three of them. And you can clap for that. It's incredible. God is on the move with our youth. And they are hungry for Jesus. They are hungry to pray for their community, to bless their community, to be a light for Jesus in their schools. And it is incredible to watch. So if you see Reed or Eli or Jessica, give them a hug or a high five. They have really put in the hours. And Jessica's actually driving back from Ohio right now on like one hour of sleep. So pray for safety. Uh, I think they kept her up late last night. If I truly had to sum up where Pleasant Hill is, where we are headed, and the heart of Pleasant Hill, it would be with one story that I want to share with you this morning. Uh, this couple, I'm going to keep their names anonymous for some online anonymity, but there was a couple that began attending our Pleasant Hill campus in 2023, the beginning of it. And this woman, she was raised in an abusive Islamic home and had a really rough upbringing. And after she had uh, gotten out of that situation, she married a wonderful man whom we love very, very much, um, but they were still searching on that path of life. They were still searching for what's next, what's our meaning, what's our purpose here. One day while she was at work, she struck up a conversation with a very special lady who attends our Pleasant Hill campus, and talking about life, uh, she invited her to church. She said, come to Radiant with me, I'll save you a seat, we'll do this together. The woman attended Radiant and immediately felt the love of God and the love of people in this place. Her husband started attending shortly after, and they both gave their lives to Christ and got involved in a small group. Amen. <laughs> got involved in a small group. Their small group came around them, discipled them, and they were baptized on Easter. 
incredible. As we were celebrating their new life that morning, we weren't just celebrating their new life. We were actually celebrating more new life than just that she was actually with child at the time. And so we're celebrating their new life in Christ. We're celebrating the new life that they're bringing into the world and just all of these blessings that God is just laying out one after another for this family. And as I mentioned earlier, because of the situation she came out of, we had to keep their names and the, and the baptisms anonymous. And so we may have turned off the live stream that morning, but I'm going to tell you what, this place was going crazy for those two when they hopped up out of that water and praise and adoration of God's faithfulness in their lives, okay? Because of the situation that she was raised in, motherhood was kind of a scary subject. Again, as I had mentioned earlier, and she said it's okay if I share this, she was raised in a pretty tough situation, and parental love, solid parental love, was something that she wasn't quite used to. But her small group came around her, and her and her husband both. They came around them. They donated the things that they may need, like cribs, furniture, diapers, clothes, all of these things. They had baby showers, and they provided all of these things that they would need to make sure this next season was a success. But it wasn't just material things that their small group surrounded them with. It was support. It was advice. It was prayer. It was late night text conversations and phone calls, and they came around them. And that baby was born a few months ago, and we have been celebrating her ever since, every day, and that couple, and their faithfulness. So thank you. Thank you, Radiant Church. Thank you to that small group. That is the heart of this campus. Every soul that walks in those doors, we're going to love you. We're going to seek you out. We're going to teach you the way of Christ, and then we're going to teach you to teach others the way of Christ. Amen? That's what we're doing here at Pleasant Hill Campus. That's what's in store for 2024. We're going to keep loving, we're going to keep growing, and we're going to keep extending our reach. But I want to hear a little more about the vision for 2024. Part of a pastor's job is to lead his flock and to share a bit with us about what God is laying on his heart for the future. So Jason, what do you think is in store for 2024? That's right. <laughs> On that. 2024, man, we're looking forward to it. As we dive into 2024 in January, we're going to go back into Reach 2.0, revisit the Reach campaign. Come, it's going to be a ton of fun. We just think, hey, we need to remember that uh, the finishing of this building and the launching of the daycare is not the end of Reach. It's still just the beginning of Reach. We still have work to do at the Ankeny campus uh, with our strategic partners and somewhere out there in the world probably is, hey, is there another place in Des Moines that God might be leading us to to extend our reach as well? So we have not forgotten, and we absolutely, Radiant Church, if you're new to us, is all about multiplication. We multiply disciples, leaders, and churches. And one thing you can absolutely know, nothing about that will change in the next year. Everything we do goes through that filter. So we're going to be revisiting reach, being reminded of our ones, being reminded of what excites us and what God is calling us to in the future. We've got an if gathering coming. We'll be doing it live uh, this year. So that's in late February. We're going to have a Super Bowl party. So uh, we've got these nice big TVs now so we can uh, do a Super Bowl party. If you get food on my carpet, I'll lovingly kill you in the name of Jesus Christ. <laughs> On that, but it's in love. Uh, on that, so I have nice linoleum floor out there. Eat out there. Uh, on that, so 
Another thing we're super excited to do is uh, we're going to spend about six weeks in a uh, marriage series starting in February. We've been wanting to do this for a while. I've been working with Dr. Gilbert of New Life Counseling, and we've been talking for the past three to four months. Wanted to do visit some areas that I've not heard. You know, I don't want it to be the same old thing all over again. Uh, we've done marriage stuff in the past, so we've been working. I've been really asking, hey, in your office, as people come in for counseling, what are you hearing? What things kind of rise to the top? And so we want to engage some of those. So we are looking forward to that conversation, and uh, I hope you are as well. We'll be doing our Easter egg hunts. Uh, Easter is uh, at the end of March this year, so it's kind of early uh, on that. Breath, so, breath, yeah, deep breath. <laughs> Hopefully we will not be doing it in the snow, which we've done before. Uh, so again, nothing's changed though. Uh, in the sense of vision, multiplying disciples, leader churches is at the the core of everything we do. Our core values still remain. We intend to go because we are the sent people of God and we will live as Jesus lived, love as Jesus loved, and multiply disciples, leaders, uh, and churches on that. Some other areas, just real quick, uh, Wellsprings of Freedom continues to go strong. In fact, I will just say it's probably the most effective ministry at the moment we have. And I know that's a big, it's a big statement. At Radiant Church, we believe that spiritual warfare is a real thing and that prayer has power. Yes, and, and that ministry is all about providing you with healing and freedom in the name of Jesus Christ, if that's something you would like. We can't always get up here and brag and talk about some of the great things because the stories that happen there are private and need to remain private in there. But know that... Uh, We've got a new war room for them, and that's what we're going to call it. I'm calling it the war room, mm-hmm. and, uh, and we're going to be going to battle against the enemy in 2024, and um, no weapon formed against us will prosper. Yeah. I promise Amen. you that. Amen. Uh, some other things that we're working on, we've got Libertas Counseling, which is sexual addictions counseling. Bob has launched that, and it's going really well. We're going to continue growing Kids Hope. We will be launching an uh, alcohol and drug addiction recovery program in the coming year. We have a leader that is rising up to the top. We are working directly with Adult and Teen Challenge on curriculum with them that they have that follows up their 12-month program when someone gets out. I want to be clear on something, though, on that, because I've been here a while and I know some of the arguments out there. This is not meant to be in competition with Celebrate Recovery, which is across the highway. And if you would like to be a part of that, I will introduce you to a couple of people of Radiant that attend that. Yes. Please go. It's a wonderful, amazing program. This isn't interfering with life skills, which we've done in the past. That has its purpose too, or AA. I believe just like churches, as long as there's one person in our community that doesn't know Jesus, we have room for more churches. I believe that as long as there are still people struggling with alcohol and addiction, we could use another group talking about it. Amen? Amen. Amen. On that. So we're going to be a voice in that. That will be starting very soon. I would love to know if you'd like to be a part of helping with that. Come talk to me about that. Again, though, we've talked about youth ministry, partnership class. Uh, My main thing, I think, in the next year is to ask you to keep your foot on the accelerator. Reach, again, we're just starting in reach. There's much more work we need to be doing and I need you to be faithful to your reach giving and on that I need you to continue being faithful behind the scenes uh, with your tithes and offerings which y'all have done and I'm blown away but this will allow us again to equip and resource the leaders around here none of your pastors drive a Mercedes okay I just want to go ahead and promise you that all right we all live in pretty simple homes and drive pretty pretty basic cars so uh, we are using the money in the church in the best way possible to extend the kingdom of God wherever he will allow us to on that. Just know we are being good stewards with the finances. And so I leave it with this. One question that I get asked every year is, Jason, um, 
what's the Lord put on your heart? Where's he have you in scripture right now? And uh, what's he been teaching you here recently? And um, of course, walking through Escaping Babylon, the podcast, looking at the end times, I've been studying ahead into Revelation as well. But long before even that, there's a set of verses in Revelation that really stopped me in my tracks. And I've just really been reflecting on them for several months. And I believe that they're key for Radiant Church right now as well. It's Revelation chapter 14, and it's in verse 6. It says, I saw another angel flying in midair, and he had the eternal gospel, the eternal gospel, to proclaim to those who live on earth, to every nation, tribe, language, and people. And the angel said in a loud voice, fear God and give him glory, because the hour of his judgment has come. And he says, worship him who made the heavens, the earth, the sea, and the springs of water. A couple quick important things to this passage to know. Number one, this is the very last time the gospel is presented in scripture. And that's what this is in Revelation 14. An angel is going out to whoever's left on earth at this time with one last cry from God on there with what it calls the eternal gospel. And what are the three key things about that eternal gospel that I'm calling us to in the next year? The first one is this, fear God. Fear God. We're not talking about phobia here. There's different kinds of fear. We're talking about awe, mm -hmm. reverence, majesty, giving him glory. And I would ask, do you have a healthy fear of God in your life and everything that you do? This next decision you're about to make, this next thing you're about to say, do you do so knowing that Almighty God is still sitting on his throne? I would ask that we be a church in the next year that has a healthy understanding of what it means to fear the living God mm -hmm. and to obey him. The next one it says, and we talked about this earlier, give him glory. In your life, who gets the glory in your story? Is your story about your hard work and the sweat of your brow and all that you've accomplished and all the cool things you've done? Or in everything you have and everything you do and all that is accomplished, do you give God the glory for what you have? Do you have a heart of thankfulness? Do you have a heart that in all things seeks to point people towards God? To say, listen, I have nothing to brag about except that God is still on his throne. Amen. Amen. And that he is a loving God who loves to bless his children. And this God wants to bless you. Who gets the glory in your salvation story? I want you to think about that in the coming year. And the last one is to worship. And I'll remind us, we went through a whole series last year, worship series. It was wonderful. It was a really mm -hmm. cool series on that. And to remind you that Worship isn't that singing time in church. Now, can you worship through music and instruments? Oh, of course you can. But that in and of itself is not worship. We often call it that. It's worship time, it's worship service, it's worship music. Not actually the right use of the word in this case. Worship is taken from two primary Greek words. The first one means to bow down. And by the way, this particular Greek word for bow down it's not like a Japanese hello, you know, where you do this. That's not the bow down. The bow down is you get on your hands, you get on your knees, and you put your face to the floor. 
It is face down in awe and reverence before your holy God. Would that describe your worship in life? I'm guessing I just stomped on a few toes. The next word in Greek means to serve. So it's bowing down and it's serving. And what that means is it's a reminder that everything you do, everything you say is to be an act of worship towards God. That next conversation, that next thing points towards Jesus. And it's a reminder that through our service and our surrender and our mutual voluntary submission towards one, of one another, that by itself is the very act of worship. And everything we do every single day, every breath we take is an act of worship towards God. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. My dear friends, in the next year, where the Lord has me, right there, Jason, fear God, give him glory, and worship him. Bow down to him. That's my challenge to you in the coming year. To endure, to keep our foot on the pedal. And let's make this a year of absolute abandoned worship to our king. As he gets the glory in everything we do. Amen?